This Best of the Torch Report was recorded January 13th, 2023. Please click like, subscribe, and enjoy. Good morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the Fruit of Plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here on another fine, fabulous, fantastic, fiery, feisty Friday, friends, Torch Report 281, talking all about distractions and the disarming of America. And I know sometimes it feels like false hope is all we have left, but resist we must, friends. We're going to start today, uh, you know, looking at the adventures of No Lobes Joe. And I just want to say, don't do it. Do not think for a second that Joe Biden is going to get in trouble for stashing classified documents behind his Corvette in his garage and elsewhere. Just don't. Don't think it's going to happen because it's not. Please, please, you know, pretty much just tune that story out. Stop wasting your time. Don't even think about it. Don't get caught up in the suspense. Don't get caught up in the excitement about what might happen because it will never, ever, ever happen. It's just political theater. It's smoke and mirrors. It's a distraction and it's everywhere right now. But let me just ask friends, how many times did they almost catch Trump for almost everything? How many times? And what happened? Nothing. I mean, I mean, just common sense says nothing. How about Hillary Clinton having classified emails on a private computer server in her closet or destroying data on government phones using bleach bit before smashing the phones with a hammer? How about that? What happened? Nothing. Of course. You know, how about Bill, uh, Bill Clinton meeting Loretta Lynch on the tarmac? How about Eric Holder's fast and furious gun smuggling operation? How about Lois Lerner using the IRS to target and harass conservatives? How about that 2020 election, friends? What happened? Need I mention that every single one of these issues was thoroughly investigated by the government. (laughs) And you know what happens when the government thoroughly investigates something? Nothing. (laughs) So let's not waste our time, shall we? Oh, but wait, Luke, Luke, did you hear that Hunter, the crack pipe Biden might, uh, might have had access to the garage and that meant he might've had access to the classified materials and that's not okay. Right? Right? You know, ah, friends, (laughs) Of course, his bumming millions of dollars off Burisma or making deals with the Chinese for the big guy and all that, that wasn't okay either. And, and, And as you know, the government has already investigated all these scandals and what happened? Remind me again, what happened? Nothing, 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 nothing. Now... I want to uh, take a deep breath and slow my roll just a little bit here. I have received a little bit of feedback that says, you know what, Luke? Sometimes listening to you is like trying to take a drink from a fire hydrant. And (laughs) I have to tell you, that's not the first time I've heard that. I've been hearing that my whole entire life. And I know some people listen to podcasts and they have to put it on like 1.5, 1.75, two times speed. Uh, I hope here at the Torch Report, you do not have to do that. But I will try to slow down, create a little bit more space uh, for the absorption of information. Friends, this time, uh, (laughs) uh, the whole thing with the documents, this time it might be different. I don't know. Because, you know, uh, the always honorable Attorney General Merrick Garland just appointed a special counsel. And the guy was appointed by Trump. And so watch out. I'm sure the sparks are going to fly. Oh, my gosh. You know, hogwash. But. Nevertheless, you know, there is an interesting twist about this new garage gate out there, and it's actually 
You can see it in the image above at the top of the report today. Friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, uh, you're going to have to go to thetorchreport.com to get all the goodies. You just can't see the picture unless you go to thetorchreport.com. Now, in that article, there's the headline that talks about how uh, Biden's document scandal takes Trump's document scandal off the table. They kind of cancel each other out. Well, I mean, Garland can't go after Trump if he, unless he goes after, you know, goes after uh, Biden. And well, what's going to happen now? If I were an evil mastermind, I might suspect that this somehow plays into a setup for the 2024 election. And I'm not an evil <laughs> mastermind. And so I, I guess I'm just an ignorant peasant. And I ask that you take my opinions with a grain of salt. Moving on, friends in other news. In other news out there today, a lot of headlines talking about Putin, the evil Russian tyrant, who now, you know, he sucks again. Oh, no, we suck again. And he is running out of options, which, of course, is likely to drive him ever closer to the desperate act of nuking civilization. Unless, of course, you're reading from the other slant and, and Russia is tired of holding back and they're about to escalate aggression and stomp the remaining piss out of whatever's left of the Ukrainian army. You know, all of the Solidar style, that's the salt mines and all that's going on over there. Very strategic uh, victory for Russia. So there's there's a lot of, you know, back and forth. What's what's happening in Russia? And you know what? I really don't know what's happening in Russia, Ukraine. Uh, and even though I probably should care, I have to tell you, I really don't care because does what's happening in Ukraine have anything to do with fixing the failing America, American economy or securing the southern border or dealing with the fentanyl crisis or holding corrupt politicians accountable? No, of course not. You know, does it have anything to do with stopping the globalist agenda? Absolutely not. In fact, everything happening between Russia and Ukraine is advancing the agenda in more ways than one. This is really all about NATO. It's about, you know, consolidating power and control and who's going to get to rule what sectors of the planet. Get this, though. The uh, the U.S. Navy secretary just warned that we are sending so many weapons to Ukraine that the American military may soon find it very challenging to continue arming itself. We got to decide, should, should we should we arm Ukraine or should we should we arm ourselves? We just don't know. And while the MIC is out there whining about supply supply chain issues, the reason we can't stock up is because we can't get all the stuff we need to make new weapons. We sent all of our weapons to Ukraine thinking that we were going to get to build all kinds of fancy new weapons, but now we just can't get the supplies. And of course, that's real. And it's not by accident, by the way, but all of this together is just another example of weakening America's military might. You know, it, it, just like the woke indoctrination that's weakening the minds of American military members, you know, this is all very intentional. It's diminishing America. And as you know, our enemies have no doubt noticed. Now, thanks to Biden's disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, this is kind of fun. You know, the Taliban has secured the world's largest deposit of lithium. You think about the uh, the Green New Deal and all of the environmental revolution. It's all based on lithium batteries. Now, the Taliban has the largest deposit of lithium in the world, and they're moving up in the world. And they just released their very first Taliban supercar. Woohoo! The Taliban supercar. Check this baby out. 
out the Taliban supercar Mata 9. Uh, it's pretty sleek. It's pretty slick, but I'm guessing their wives are not going to get to drive. Now, here's the thing, friends. There are so many things going on in the world. There are plenty of odd things happening all around the world, and I want to kind of squeeze them in just a little bit, but there's something really important I want to talk about, and that's how the global cabal is trying to disarm us all. But first, if you will bear with me and allow me to indulge my gift of gab, let's go ahead and just shake down a little bit of the crazy, shall we? Did you know the president of Mexico is celebrating the fact that there are now more than 40 million Mexicans in America? It is, my friends, a mostly peaceful occupation. Other places, scientists have discovered how to reverse the aging process, which just might relate somehow to Hillary Clinton taking another shot at the White House. In other news, parts of California might get cut off by an atmospheric river and there's still a drought underneath the flood, but that is not likely to deter the plucky new California state movement. And as it turns out, Exxon accurately predicted global warming back in the 1970s, but they've just been denying the science all of this time, and they're firing, illegally firing scientists to this day. The U.S. government is dealing with a fresh batch of over 350 UFO reports, and the New York Times is questioning if aliens actually did land back in 1945. After spectacular failure in virtually every duty as Secretary of Transportation, Gay Mayor Pete has finally pivoted his approach and now declares that roads are racist and closer to home friends the seattle fire department has responded to over 1500 fires in their burgeoning homeless encampment but the real concern here is getting these grifters to vote like sands through an hourglass humanity is entertaining is it not why scrunch the forehead while feeling distraught? Isn't the circus not all for naught? Surely this crazy will one day be caught as life imparts lessons that need to be taught with harshness of wisdom that can never be bought. But as for this moment, who would have thought the world has gone insane? <laughs> oh, Friends, it's Friday. It's fun playing around with the words. Uh, but this brings me to the substantive point. In a crazy world, people do crazy things. And when there's a lot of crazy people running around doing crazy things, we need to be able to defend ourselves. Uh, but just tying it together here, one of the crazy things that's happening right now is Democrats are pushing to amend the Constitution so that 16-year-olds can vote in 2024. Imagine that. It's laughable. It's absurd. But this is not the first time that they've tried. Uh, as I was looking into it, uh, back in 2019, 125 Democrats and one Republican voted to lower the voting age to 16. If you were to look in that article, it talks about how you know, getting the young guys, uh, the young kids on board with the progressive agenda, particularly with, you know, uh, gun control. So let's just quickly connect some dots. You know, young kids, uh, 16 year olds in this day and age are very, you know, they're, they're very well aware of all the school shootings and all the chaos and drama. So they know about gun violence. And if they could just be young voters, then they could vote for gun control. That's what this is really all about is gun control and gun control for the record, is a critical element of the UN Sustainable Development Goals, specifically Sustainable Development Goal 16, which states that 
arms controls, i.e. gun control, leads to peaceful and inclusive societies, justice and strong institutions. Pause. You know, peaceful, inclusive societies and justice and strong institutions. Yes. I mean, if nobody has any guns, they can't oppose the government. Uh, and they, everybody's going to just inclusively get herded into, you know, <laughs> serving the, the great global cabal. Anyway, friends, continuing on. The deaths from armed violence can further significantly be reduced through the prohibition and restriction of the use of certain types of weapons and the establishment of effective controls of arms and ammunition, period, end quote. Now, I'm going to have a lot of links here in the report that are pointing to the UN and all of these different branches and organs of the UN. But right there, we have in their own words, they're wanting to get peaceful and inclusive uh, societies. And of course, guns are violent and violence is the opposite of peaceful and inclusive and justice and strong institutions. You know, the the uh, less well armed the peasants are, the stronger the institutions will become, I assure you, and the greater justice, which, you know, whatever the hell that means in in this post justice era, you know, it's just crazy. You might like to know that the U.N. Office of Drugs and Crime with the link in there, you believe it, they exist. They have been actively training global leaders how to legally disarm their citizens for years via what they call the International Framework on Firearms. The International Framework on Firearms aims to develop common approaches at global and regional levels to address the control over licit and illicit firearms. That's a direct quote. They want to develop common approaches at the global level all the way down to the regional and local level to address control over legally owned firearms. That's what they just said. So yes, friends, they do want to take away their your guns. They intend to take away your guns because as all good commies know, their revolution is doomed against well-armed peasants. Okay? You would be disturbed if you start digging into the depths of their strategies, like I said, they've been training the leaders on how to legally do this. They've been changing the laws incrementally for years. And if you dig into their strategies, a great place to start is the disarmament and sustainable development page. Put the link in there. It's on the UN website. Uh, they, they link all of this disarmament of, you know, taking control of legally owned firearms, licit firearms, and they link it to youth strategy, including the youth peace and security agenda, which is essentially getting youth to drive the agenda, to support the legislation, to route out the weapons. Uh, you know, maybe they turn it in. Does, they send a little survey at the school. Hey, Billy Bob, does your mom or dad, does your dad have guns in the house? Well, how many guns do they have? What do they look like? You know, are they in a safe? Because if they're not in the safe, then you're not safe. And we want to keep you, we want to keep you safe and secure. So if you just report it to us, then we can, we can send the government troops in to take your parents' gun to keep you safe. You see how it goes. Now, uh, also in this disarmament and sustainable development, it comes as no surprise, but they link gun control to environmental health, one health, you know, but the lead, oh, the lead from the gun is poisoning the environment. I'm on and on and on. And you just, they're so 
crafty with the language. They're so slick, but they spend so much time developing these strategies that between now and 2030, you should expect to see a lot more attempts to take away your guns. You know, at least start start expecting to see more headlines like this one here in the article. Uh, Washington state officials propose assault weapons ban. Now, Deriding the so-called weapons of war, King Inslee and his stooge, Bob Ferguson, have asserted that assault weapons cause carnage. Assault weapons cause carnage. Oh, my gosh. I can I can just oh, I can hear the uh, the snowflakes crumbling at the thought of it. You know, they're they're. They're lying through their damn teeth is what they're doing, but they do it with all kinds of bogus stats. They jealously note that eight other progressive states, California, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, New York, New Jersey, Maryland, and Massachusetts, all of which are led by progressive Democrat schmucks. You know, these states have already passed similarly restrictive legislation, which means King Inslee and his stooges are feeling far behind. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, we, we got to do something about this. And in their propaganda, their state paid for propaganda, they claim that the U.S. Supreme Court has allowed the decisions to restrict assault weapons, these weapons of carnage, because according to uh, Supreme Court Justices Alito and Kavanaugh, and this is a direct quote based on the propaganda, they say that the the Second Amendment is not unlimited. So when it says shall not be infringed, that doesn't mean that it's unlimited. OK, but they're pushing this. Friends, they're pumping this information out everywhere. They're holding press conferences. It's a big deal. And they are playing the numbers. If you look at their own in polling, they are banking on the polls that indicate 60% of voters are going to support this ban on assault weapons because assault weapons cause carnage. They're weapons of war. Nobody needs an assault weapon except for the state, the police, the IRS agents, the, the you know the criminal underground, the cartels, and all the bad guys in the world. So why would you ever need an assault weapon to, to defend yourself against any of those guys? You know, the state, they'll protect you. We're from the government, and we're here to help. Now, what I want to emphasize here is that these idiots, Inslee and Ferguson, did not come up with this idea on their own. And neither did they develop the language for the legislation or decide the timing of all of it. This is all being directed from on high. Like I was talking, all the UN Sustainable Development Goals and that kind of stuff. But it's really, you know, the UN and the United Nations and the WEF, the World Economic Forum, they're BFFs. And uh, you could dig into Inslee's deep history with the WEF. I did put the link in there. He's, he's all over with those guys, okay? But suffice it to say, you know, Jay Inslee is an esteemed globalist hack. He is fully committed to being a partner in shaping history. And the link there, the partner of shaping in history, that's like a 150-page report. What is it? Oh, I'm sorry, 190-page report by the WEF. And Jay Inslee actually spoke. They are quoting him in that report, uh, speaking at the opening ceremony for the Center for the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And if that doesn't, you know... Throw off a few red flags. You probably haven't been with me for very long. But Ansley, speaking to the center of Fourth Industrial Revolution, they are shaping history. They're going forward headlong uh, toward future Earth. And the good news is, it, you know, the big 
you know, the good, the bad news is, is they're trying to take your guns away because that's all part of the process of shaping history. But the good news is sheriffs all across the country are openly opposing this infringement, this tyrannical infringement upon the Second Amendment rights. They don't have the right to take away your guns, period. You know, uh, Illinois sheriffs are out there saying that they're not going to enforce the bans. And of course, we know right here in Klickitat County, our own uh, uh, you know, legendary constitutional sheriff, Bob Songer, he's not going to take away our guns either. And if you happen to live in a county anywhere in the country where the sheriff actually stands up for your rights, friends, be grateful. <laughs> Call them in, tell them thanks. Hey, guess what? You know, we really appreciate you not taking away our guns uh, because many people are not so lucky. And like so many aspects of the radical globalist agenda, disarming millions of red-blooded Americans is simply not going to happen because the sheriffs aren't going to stand for it. The Americans aren't going to stand for it. Though some fools may turn in their weapons for a sweet snack. You know, uh, anyone who is not an idiot can read the writing on the wall. A well-armed militia will be our last defense against the sinister global cabal. And as the wise well know, nigh is the time to heed Oliver's advice. Put your trust in God and keep your powder dry. Friends, that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart. It's on the Substack app or the website. Click the heart. Give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Have a wonderful... Hey, wait a minute. You have a chance to tune in to the Torch Report Weekend Review. Yes, the rave reviews are back and they want more. So Sunday at 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Sunday at 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, you can tune in to the Torch Report Weekend and review a one-hour broadcast with yours truly. Friends, you can tune in at 1400 AM, 98.1 FM here in the local Columbia River Gorge. You can tune in anywhere online at klck1400.com. Friends, I do hope you have a very wonderful weekend. Get out there and embrace the rest of this beautiful, fantastic Friday, and I will look forward to talking to you again soon. 